Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this episode about the book When I Woke Up by Paul Evans and Carolyn Coe. Keep listening to find out why having great relationships can save your life. You're listening to Steph's Business Bookshelf, doing the reading so you don't have to. Welcome back to episode 93. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to dive straight into this book this week because it is almost unbelievable in terms of the, the stories and the life that Paul Evans has led. The book is actually written or certainly co-written by Carolyn Co about Paul's life. But I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. And it's a book I saw talked about a lot on Instagram or on the Bookstagram kind of community, pretty back end of last year. And I read it earlier this year. And it's funny, there was a couple of bits which I'll talk about as we go through that even though Paul's experience of them was rather extreme, seemed quite fitting given we were kind of at the start or towards the start of lockdown when I started reading this book. But given these are people you may not have heard of previously, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the book and the author. The book is a true story of Paul Evans, written by Carolyn Coe. It's one man's inspiring story of starting rough, making mistakes, personal suffering, and the raw grit it takes to back up when life deals the heaviest blows. Told with his authentic humour and frank wit, this is an upfront and personal account of a life of full of jaw-dropping, gut-wrenching, and heartwarming events that will leave you reeling in disbelief. And you definitely will, and full of admiration for one man's spirit to survive and live life to the full. A little bit about Paul. A passionate, ambitious go-getter, Paul began his career in the financial services sector. Recognised as GE Capital's golden boy of sales, a coincidental meeting with club entrepreneur Freak Tisunik on a Hagerda beach in Egypt saw him making the bold decisions to move to Egypt permanently in 2001. It was here the two formed the pioneering, multi-award winning Solutions Leisure Group reinventing Egypt's nightlife scene through the introduction of house music and European bands to the region. Paul and Freak developed and grew the Hagerda Marina Boulevard in to become the number one destination in the Red Sea. But following the violence and disruption of the Arab Spring and the Egyptian Revolution, Paul re-established Solutions Leisure in Dubai in 2011. Today, the group is the most heavily awarded in the region, having owned and operated over 34 venues internationally and is now expanding into other countries. Having created a multi-million dollar business, Paul's perseverance to his vision, dedication and loyalty to his goals and objectives have significantly set him apart from the fierce competition he faces daily. And all of that information was taken from whenIwokeUp.com. And there's a few different things on there around Paul and the work he does and obviously Solutions Leisure Group as well. And I mentioned it a little bit in my intro and it was there in the little, the official blurb. But this book, I mean, the stories and the things that have happened to Paul and has, he has been through are just, it's, it's more than one person's life. It's almost like he's led multiple people's lives in terms of the, the excitement and in good and or positive and less so positive ways and adventure and things and experiences that he has had in even the first 30 years of his life. Never mind what happened after the book had been written or the, the period of time that, that book had covered. It does cover his whole life, so from growing up and the relationship with his parents and school and, and being the impact of being diagnosed as dyslexic and, and what that meant in terms of the bullying that he suffered, but also some of the other choices that he made along the way. But let's get into the three big ideas before I spoil too much. And on that note, actually, there's a few kind of spoilers in here. So if you are planning to read this book, then just a little note that there will be a few things that I mention here which could be considered spoilers. So just so you know. 
So this big idea number one, find opportunity. There was such a theme throughout that Paul sees the emerging trends and the gaps in the market. He saw what the nightlife of Egypt could be like and what he'd seen in other countries and and coming from the UK, he saw the the same trends emerging, but in in a different way and in a different context and saw what that could look like. And this comes down, this this started pretty early in his life when he was at college or what we would call college in the UK, which is kind of between 16 and 18. Him and his friend started a, a stall out of the back of one of their cars selling clothes, kind of knockoff, or as we would say, knockoff designer labels and things with his friend that he managed to obtain from someone else. And they made uh, quite a bit of money for, for kids of that age until they kind of got shut down by the teachers. So he, but he saw, the interesting thing was that he saw that when he, he found this particular person who could provide him with the goods, he saw that there was an opportunity for selling those to his, his school friends or college friends who wouldn't be necessarily able to afford the original, the authentic goods, but could afford the, the products that he had got hold of, at the, certainly at the prices that he had got hold of them for. So it started pretty young, and then it, and then later on, it kind of went through to the from from those small starts through to the the mega size of things. So starting the Hagoda Marina project and taking and expanding Solutions Leisure or making Solutions Leisure a huge part of that project, which was multi multi millions of of dollars in terms of the in terms of the size of it and also the the risk involved as well. But he saw the opportunity. He has his eyes open, he's listening, he's watching, he knows what is coming and he knows what people want because he stayed very close to the clients or the people who were coming to his resorts. He talks about this in terms of observation and connection. So all of his opportunities and any opportunity is only possible with these skills or that mindset of observation, seeing what's happening, seeing where the trends are going and connection, actually having and speaking to the right people on a regular basis so that you can really understand what it is that people want. And he talks about the fact that he learned more from getting out there and doing it than he did from any particular education. And school certainly wasn't something that he he particularly enjoyed or in a, excelled at in a traditional sense of the word. But he knows that his way of getting educated or his type of education is by getting out there, trying things, making mistakes, learning along the way, and just by doing it. There's a quote in the book that says that opportunity is everywhere when you open your eyes, but you've got to obviously have the mindset to actually do something with that opportunity too. So that's big idea number one, find opportunity. Big idea number two, it's meant to be hard. And it is a good thing that Paul has this particular mindset because he says that it's meant to be hard as in life or work or success is meant to be hard and hard is what makes it great. And it's a good thing that he does think that because he has had a lot of hard things. He's had two very close calls with death, as in very close calls, two stints in prison, which weren't particularly pleasant. He had to go into hiding for a, for an amount of time for about three months or so while he was in Egypt because of a bit of a disagreement on something. And that was the bit I was reading at the point that we'd just gone into lockdown and we were a few weeks into lockdown and he was talking about how he had to stay in his apartment and hadn't gone out for a few weeks and all these things. I was thinking, yep. Yep, know that. <laughs> I understand, Paul. He had some accidents, including there was a fire at the club before or one of his clubs before the massive opening night, which was a New Year's Eve celebration, a couple of relationship breakdowns along the way. And he also was very close to being caught up in the terrorist attacks in Egypt in the early 2000s. So like I said, he has he's been through the mill. And the story actually starts with a pretty 
gut-wrenching kind of gross story during one of his near-death experiences when he was suffering from a quite acute virus. But his attitude was that everything can be overcome and, and this is what he needed because no one would go through all of that stuff without and come out of it without that mindset of everything can be overcome and you just need the right approach, you need to just work hard and, and that's certainly the thing that overcame a lot of those things was actually the, the relationships, which I'll talk about shortly, and the the willingness to just knuckle down, work hard and get through that particular challenge. Even coming right back to the beginning of his more official career at GE, he knew that's where he wanted to work, but was turned down. So he basically went about finding out who their best customers were and then stealing them into the other into the organization he was working for instead. And by doing that, he got onto the radar of the head of or the part of head of the part of GE that he wanted to work for. And it didn't take long before then they were offering him a job as well, which he excelled at. So that's big idea number two. It's meant to be hard and hard is what makes it great. Big idea number three, relationships will save your life. His parents, one of his teachers, his friends in Egypt, who all at various points helped him set things up, overcome challenges and saved his life, both when he was very unwell and when he was in a quite sticky or a couple of quite sticky situations with some legal disagreements. All of his relationships, though, were built on reciprocity and trust. And you could see the the way he talks about the people who he had in his his close network in Egypt and what they and how they all helped each other and, and the the impact of that and how Paul, who couldn't necessarily or couldn't speak much of the language, so he had people around him who could and, and who could help him do the business deals that he need to needed to, but also how he built those relationships then with the people in government or in commerce or in industry who were pivotal parts of the success of Solutions Leisure Group and the, the clubs and pubs and bars that he was opening. There was a side point, though, that you can't un- outrun your problems. And even when Paul tried to a couple of times, and even the point of when he moved to Egypt, he had a relationship that was a bit rocky at the time. He just had a couple of issues in the UK that he was kind of having a bit of an escape from. It was always the people around him who made him come to his senses or realize what he was doing. And when those things did come back to haunt him or or caught up with him, even though he'd moved and tried to outrun them, the people around him helped him stand back up again and and make things a bit better or fix things up and help him move forward. So that's big idea number three, relationships will save your life. And in Paul's case, it was very literally a couple of times. So there we go, the three big ideas from Paul Evans's incredible book, When I Woke Up. Number one, find opportunity. Big idea number two, it's meant to be hard and hard is what makes it great. And big idea number three, relationships will save your life. I mean, this book is a thriller minute kind of book. You will not get bored reading it. I really enjoyed it. It was a bit different to some of the other business books. It's certainly not really serious. And here's the big lessons and here's the the model and the methods, etc. that you get with a lot of entrepreneurs books and the principles that they, they run with. Paul does talk about that and each section has got his reflections of what he learned from that period of time or a set of things that happened to him. But it's it's pretty funny as well and he's got quite a bit of a tongue-in-cheek sense of humour and and he talks about his indiscretions and some of the mistakes he's made at a, pers- at a personal level, at a business level, pretty openly as well, which is quite refreshing. So for something a bit different, I definitely recommend it. And if you just want to see bit of uh, if you just want to read an incredible example of a life fully lived this will be a great book for you and by the way if you're listening to this in the week it goes out next week is bookmark week so if you haven't signed up yet for the bookmark which is the fortnightly newsletter that accompanies the podcast 
I'd love for you to sign up. There is a link right at the top of the show notes to make it super easy for you. So click on over in your podcast player and subscribe. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading.